You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Today, we're chatting all about Instagram by playing a super fun little game called Overrated versus Underrated. So I don't know if you've seen this trend going around on the internet, but it's basically where people are picking a topic like movies or fashion or things in their work industry or whatever. And they're talking about which aspects of that topic are overrated or underrated. So we pulled you guys a while back on the gram on the Hearts Instagram. And if you don't follow that yet, you definitely should, which is at the Heart University. It's where all the all the fun stuff happens. Um, and y'all did not disappoint at all like <laughs> with uh, your answers. So you gave us a lot of topics to talk about on the Instagram app that you wanted us to discuss. So things like Instagram reels, guides, stories, giveaways, polls, and so much more. We're going to get into it all. We're sharing our thoughts on everything and what we think are overrated and underrated, which aspects of Instagram you should forget because they're overrated or which you should actually start paying more attention to because we think they're very underrated. So I think it's going to be a really funny educational episode and I'm, I'm stoked for it. So I hope you stay around for this. It's going to be a fun one. So you asked, we delivered. Let's dig in on three, two, one. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Hello, friend. Welcome back to today's show. I'm actually really excited for this one. Also, Lindsay and I are together in person for this one, which is kind of fun. Um, we're sitting across a little like bench from each other. We both have our laptops. We're sharing a mic, you know, getting real uh, yeah. bonding moments. In, in Eddie's closet. <laughs> yes. It's great. So we are excited. I feel like this is going to be a extremely fun episode. So let's just dive on in. We're going to go overrated, underrated. I think Lindsay and I, I haven't looked at a lot of these and I have like no notes, no questions. So we're just kind of like bouncing back and forth off of each yeah. other, giving our thoughts, all that stuff. So yeah, we, we took all of the, all, most of the ones that you guys gave us on the Hearts Instagram, um, just like topics that you wanted us to discuss and tell you if they're overrated versus underrated. So let's get to it. Yes. Okay. First one, taking a break from Instagram. Ooh, that's definitely underrated. I think so. But I also re- want to recognize, I think I would say my vote is underrated. Yeah. However, I do want to recognize staying consistent and not just like regular, like every week you're taking like oh, then it's five over- days off. Like then that's yes. when people try to take, I think too much time or like inconsistently, like just all over the place with their posting schedule, like that type of thing. Like that's when I might think it's a little overrated. Well, I think what's overrated is every, every single time someone takes a, a break from Instagram, <laughs> they do a story or a <laughs> grid post and they're like, taking a break. Like, you don't have to announce it to the world. Just take a break. Just like, I, put I, your phone in the trash. I agree. There's also a part of me, though, that says whenever I've taken a break, like unintentionally, you know, something like I'm like, oh, I went on a trip and ended up getting like 
really involved and invested in the right. trip and I just stopped posting or something, I come back to tons of DMs like, are you okay? What's going on? Like that type of thing. No, that's where I just say people can like <laughs> calm the heck down. Like, So I, I see why people do it though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, But it's just like, it's feeding into the narcissism a little bit, I feel like. Maybe. It's like, or it's just sharing, you know, you share so much of your life. You're like, hey, I'm going to take a break. I would encourage you to do the same. Like, I think it can yeah. be done well. But yeah, it I, just I hear what you're saying. But, but I'm saying in general... I think it's healthy. Like, we need rest. We yeah. don't want to need to be on our phones 24-7. Especially as creatives. Yes. Like, we're creating so much. And I think Instagram in and of itself can be very exhausting. Yep. And so I think it's underrated. I think you should and can have that permission to take those breaks. But also keep in mind, being consistent on posting on social media is also a very healthy way to market and grow. So it's kind of finding that balance of, yeah. like, breaks versus consistency. For sure. All right, next one is... Follow X amount of people to be entered into a giveaway and slide the bar. So I think this could be summed up in just like giveaways, like the thread giveaways. Somebody who said that is is specifically talking about the kind of giveaways that you like. A lot of people, what's been common now is when they're doing a giveaway, uh, they do that little sticker thing Mm -hmm. that slides the the little slide once completed. Yeah, slide it once completed, which I think it's actually supposed to be intended for like, oh, what percentage of love is this or whatever. But yeah, um, I I have thoughts. Okay, you go first. I I. I think I can see why people think they're overrated because so many people are doing them. Yeah. But on the same time, from the creator's perspective of somebody trying to grow a platform, the reason you see so many of them is because they freaking work. Yeah. And it's it's just the truth. Yeah. Like, I think they work best if you get a small amount of people mm-hmm. that are close to your niche. niche. Yeah. Yes, in the same niche. Because what's freaking annoying is when 20 people, yeah. even, even like 10 people do a giveaway and you have to follow all 10 of them. Uh, if I see a giveaway, this is me personally, even if the item or the whatever is like really valuable, if I see a giveaway with like 10 to 15 people that I have to follow, right. I'm out. Right. Because like, you're not going to... No. It's not worth the hassle of seeing a bunch of random crap in my feed yeah. that I don't want to see. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think it depends. I think they do work, but I also see the stigma around them because so many people, especially right now, are doing them like, oh, win a free Peloton. Oh, yeah. win this. And I, I get it because it works. Yeah. So like, it's, I, it's, I just did one with Jordan and it, it yeah. worked. Yeah. But I, the people that do them like all the time, I, I see the fatigue. I think, it's, I think it depends on how you do it. How well you do it? Like who? Who? Also, what's the prize? Is it just? Yeah, stu- exactly. Is it like a KitchenAid? Like, is it something stupid? That's not stupid. Necessarily, <laughs> I was like, but- oh, KitchenAid. I would take a KitchenAid. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what's the prize? Yeah, and I is think it, it worth it? Who? How many people are you having? Like, I think it just depends on how well you, how you do it. But I think from let, let's say this. Let's answer this succinctly. From a consumer's perspective, seeing a ton of these going around, it probably feels very overrated. Yeah. From a creator's perspective. I think it's probably underrated. So it's like this weird or properly rated, one of the two. Yeah. So I think it's this weird like dichotomy in this this mix that's going on in there. But next all right, one. next one highlights. <laughs> so much to oh, say. Oh, I feel like ooh, I feel I like have so much to say. Okay, you go because I don't know what I'm. <laughs> okay, I think they're extremely underrated. Like people should use them more. People should utilize them better. Is my thought. Yeah. I think, and I'm still like, I still have so much to do. I have highlights from the past like three years like I know I desperately need I think, to update my highlights I think However, people forget about them because I don't we don't see yeah unless somebody dms from a highlight yeah you don't see when people watch them so you're exactly. you're thinking it's not instantaneously so you're like oh no one's watching it yeah exactly but I'll see people dm me or something from like a real or a story highlight uh-huh. that's like three and a half years old or something I'm like oh my gosh people are still going through those highlights yeah but 
my thought is I think they're underrated because I think highlights are a really powerful way to create that like stockable, bingeable content for people the minute they get on your page. If you have them categorized properly with valuable content that really shows who you are, who you serve, all of that. I think a lot of people click on highlights. Like when I go to look at a feed of like a new person or, you know, the profile of somebody new or something, one of the first things I click on, I click on a couple of their posts and then I typically go through any highlights that look intriguing to me. Like, yeah, it's, it shows you, I think, the quickest what is an mm-hmm. average, like what you will can like daily to see. life. Yes, yeah, and like but type of content. I think a lot of people when they're creating their highlights, they're not thinking from oh, how is this going to be looked at from somebody who's first landing on my account? Mm-hmm. So this is just like a little tidbit of knowledge for y'all. Go to your highlights and go watch all of them, yeah. clean them up, and view them from the perspective of somebody brand new who is who does not know who you are who's just landed on your feed mm-hmm. what are they seeing because i've seen so many that are like about me like mm-hmm. an about me story highlight and then it's like random sp- splotches of like real life yeah. and it's like i think i would think with an about me story highlight you would want to like, be like an hey, intro like I'm hey i'm Lindsay. delilah oh. i don't know <laughs> i don't know where that name hey, came hey, from delilah <laughs> but you know what i'm saying like like i would want it to be like very professional, yeah. but like still fun. And like, it's like, it's like you're paying attention to how yeah. people are going to perceive it. Well, I mean, think about like our episode with Jamie Dana on the yeah. podcast where she talked about like having a start here highlight yep. and having it walk through like, here's who I am. Here's who I serve. Here's what you can expect to find. Like here's that some freebies. Yep, exactly. It is so smart. Yeah. So I think highlights overall are very underrated. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Next one is sales on reels. So I'm assuming that means like selling directly, like selling a product directly on a reel, correct? Is yeah, that, is I, that think, I think so. I think that's overrated, and here's why. Yeah, I don't think reels are the place to sell because you're you're that, you're yes showing up to a cold audience, right? People it's, who don't yes. know who you are. Reels are the place to entertain and educate and be like buzzy. Mm-hmm. What well, maybe not be buzzy? Like get people's attention, get them to like you, get them to hop over to your account. That's what yeah. reels are for. Fur. <laughs> That's what reels are fur. <laughs> That's not the place to sell them because you have never served them if it's mm-hmm. a cold audience. Yeah. I think think about like a, you know, the step by step of a funnel or, you know, brand recognition. So reels is the place where people are going to discover who you are and what your brand is. And then they're going to come to your page and find that, you know, that stockable binge worthy content yeah. in your highlights, in your, you know, static posts, in your carousel posts, like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to continue to absorb your content for a while before they're actually willing to purchase or buy. Yeah. So I think selling in reels, I think subtly selling in reels, you know, like there are certain ways to uh, bring awareness to your product or service in a way that's going to make people be like, oh my gosh, I want that. But to sit there and be like, only $5.99 is like probably not, you're not going to see results from that in the way that you would utilize in reels differently. So this goes kind of along with it. The next one is long captions on reels. (laughs) Do you have thoughts? I do. Do you have thoughts? No, I don't have thoughts. Okay. So you go. I th- I'm very torn on this one because I think it depends on the reel. I think it could go either way. Yes. If, if it's an educational reel and you cannot fit, 30 seconds, guys, is not much time. It really it is isn't. very, very fast and very short. And so trying to put like valuable educational content and into 30 seconds in a way that's really going to serve people, like your ideal client. But at the same time, that's the point. That's why reels are awesome is because people have a short yes. attention span. But I think you can utilize that and then in tandem for the people who do want to see more, say like more in the caption. So you can be like, yeah. here are two tips or something. Be like, read more in the caption and it can be a longer form caption. I think 
I, I've noticed a lot of people, it's almost like a, a 50-50 on whether or not people read like long captions and it just depends on the type of reel. Now, my other thought is if it's just a quick, funny, entertaining, or even personal, like, you know, you and your love story or anything like that, like, unless it's n- unless needing... It's, you need necessarily, like, like, if you're telling your love story and you need to tell it yeah. more fully in, in words, you but you don't have, like... Yeah, you can't, I think... I think on stuff that isn't educational, I tend to lean more towards short form captions in mm-hmm. reels. Yeah. Especially the funny ones, though. Do not over caption oh, yeah. your funny reels. Uh, yeah. Because then it's like awkward. It's like mm-hmm. I did a reel a while ago about black coffee and I was like, how I make the perfect cup of coffee. And I like went through the steps and then I got creamer out of the fridge and threw it in the trash. <laughs> and like that was the hook kind of. Yeah. And that, that doesn't need a long caption because I'm not trying to educate people. Right. It's the, the real in and of itself is enough. Yeah. And I think that's the difference because before reels came out, captions on actual posts yeah. like were very necessary and yeah, still are. They still are. But reels, yeah. I think a lot of people, you really have to catch their attention in the reel for them to click and sit there on your reel and read the full caption. But if you do that well, then I think a long-form caption can be good. But if you yeah. don't do the real well, then a long-form caption isn't in a reel isn't going to work. And if you try to stick a long-form caption on every single reel, it's also not a smart idea. So right. I'm, I, I don't know how to well, and especially rate that one. <laughs> for, for cold audiences, because that's what re- you have to make a reel knowing that your people are not the only people that are going to see it. Yeah. It's mainly for people that are not your people. Yeah. Um, and when you're when a lot of people are looking at the explore page and just going swiping through reels, like yeah. I've never once read the caption of any of those. Oh, really? No. Oh, I read a lot of them. Okay, well, there's the difference then, I guess. <laughs> so some people will, some people won't. Yeah. I think it just depends on on the reel. If it catches my attention and they say something like more in the caption, then yes, I, I'll click and read it. But if it's I only do that though if if it's like something that I desperately want to know. Huh. Interesting. No, I read a lot of them. That's so intriguing. All right. I don't know how to properly, uh, how to rate that. So we'll just move on. Next one is hashtags. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I honestly kind of think they're overrated. Really? I mean, they, just because I'm so sick of them. Okay. Well, okay. But does that mean they're overrated or does that mean you're sick of them? I don't know. (laughs) I think they work still, I think, but I don't know if they work as well as they used to. So here's my thought. Okay. I'm just going to step in here with this. I think hashtags are still super useful, especially now that that reels, there's like a section in like a hashtag search that's purely reels on that hashtag. And I think a lot of people go to, so I think they're still relevant. However, however, I think reels are just freaking popping and Instagram is putting all of their like attention towards pushing those out. So I don't think hashtags are the number one driver on Instagram the way that they used to be. Right. But that could flip back in the future because they're almost creating like with with the whole uh, like captioning tools and the new search engine within Instagram and everything. Instagram is almost creating more and more opportunity to search for things and find what you're looking for. Yeah. So to me, I don't think they're overrated. I think they're properly rated. That's good. I think the only reason I'm saying that they're overrated is because if I look at my own user habit, Mm -hmm. I I could, I have, I don't think once, I don't think once I have ever gone to the explore page to search a hashtag and then followed somebody that I found from that hashtag. Like I might go search a hashtag for something that I'm looking for, but I don't ever find somebody 
which I think is the the idea that most people use hashtags for is to get their content in front of new people to then get followers, right? Yeah, but when I think from a creator's perspective, I have a lot of people who have found me either through hashtags or through like the explore page, which then is ma- well, okay, getting onto the explore page. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. I've been found on the explore page, yeah. but I'm just thinking of like specifically people looking for like uh, the hashtag live, laugh, love. I've never hashtag <laughs> live, laugh, love. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I've never once gone and searched for a hashtag and then like started scrolling, found a person that I was like, oh, wow, I need to follow her or him. Like it just, that's never been a. I feel like I may have once or twice, but I agree with you. It's not something that I'm like regularly do. So, but also right. I think we, you need to keep in mind, I think we're creators on Instagram a little bit more than consume. We're not actively okay. looking for people to follow that's or true. like accounts that like, like, yes, if, if a friend posts about somebody and we like their page, we'll go follow them. But like you and I aren't, aren't just scrolling Instagram 24-7. Like we're we're on there to create more than consume. That's true. So that's something. But I'm just also like, if I don't do it, I don't think that's a normal habit that people... Are you your own ideal client? I don't know. We're we're getting (laughs) into therapy. (laughs) All right. Next one. IGTV. Way underrated. I agree. Way underrated. People need to freaking... This is probably on another... Well, also, I feel like I'm speaking to myself. I need to like get on IGTV. It's underrated. And I think it's because people immediately gravitated towards reels because it's yeah, shorter and yeah. people like shorter form well, content. because it gets pushed out to like such a cold audience. Like yes. it can go viral so easily. IGTVs but don't go viral. They don't, way but that, they serve your audience that is well, dedicated they can't, they to can't you. Viral, but yes. Like yes. so well. Like well, it's for long form or longer form yes. content. That's the thing. But it's also a form of content that like, it's a, it's a, another big thing to tackle. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, But also, it doesn't have to be like a 10-minute long video. No. IGTVs can just be anything over a minute, right? Yeah. That can literally just be, especially when you're saying like 30 seconds, guys, is so short of a time exactly. to make a reel. If yeah. you have a topic that you want to talk about exactly. and educate on and to speak to your audience for mm-hmm. like a minute or two minutes, then yeah. like IGTV is so great. IGTV is a great step for, so the reels go out to the cold audience and they bring them in. And then IGTVs are one of those stockable, bingeable content, yeah. like reservoirs that people can go and like binge more of that content and be like, dang, I really love Lindsay. I need to go follow her, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, I will say there are ways to like repurpose, uh, you know, like lives, like doing live videos or whatever, or even story yeah. series and turning those into IGTVs so they can live on like IGTV. So there are ways to simplify it. For um, sure. Yeah, I think they're underrated. I sure. did last year I did a caption challenge and I went live in a Facebook group like every day for five days. Mm-hmm. And then I had uh, one of my team members, KT, turn those into yeah. IGTVs on Instagram. So yeah. that way it's like repurposing content. Well, you can also, something else too, is like you can cut videos. Like oh, yeah. you can like, if you have an hour long live, you can cut that into like 15 different IGTVs that are like two to three minutes long. Which I think is smarter. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Next one is guides, which is kind of new-ish. Yeah. I think they're overrated. I agree. But, but I don't think they ever got big enough to be Well, because they came right out under reels. And, and they're reels just like not a number one, like big thing. Although I will say this morning, Evie, I made, uh, Evie was at Landon's house for his birthday and I made uh, her breakfast and I tried to make her chai tea. <laughs> it was she, so sweet. Well, she makes like chai tea recipes and I went over to your page to go find them mm-hmm. and I was about to scroll all the way down all your reels and then I was like, hold up, homegirl has a guide. So That's I went, true. so uh, literally as so I'm saying they're overrated, I literally used it this morning to find something that I wanted. That's fine. That's actually, I mean, that's a good point. That's, I think what they're really intended for is to like compile, 
compile like compile like-minded what? content. Yeah. Compile like similar topical or, you know, niche like episodes or uh, not even episodes, reels, captions, like all of that. And as like a service-based provider, it would be like tips for engagement sessions, locations for, uh, you know, cool coffee shops in whatever, you know, like you can, you can compile things that your audience, this is, would be my recommendation, which I haven't, I have never used a guide. I've never created one yet. Um, just cause I'm just like, maybe that's just my opinion of it's like, Oh, it's overrated. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, I I think of questions that people ask me all the time, like, Hey, what gear do you use? Could I compile any and all captions or or videos that I've ever made and put them in a guide? Or a lot of people ask me like, Hey, what baby things do you like? You have such an aesthetic motherhood style, Mm -hmm. like for toys or just like, like high chairs or things like that. I should, Oh, I'm just talking out loud now and realizing I should compile all those into a guide. And it's almost, it's not necessarily a marketing tool as much. I think it's more Mm -hmm. so compiling information to give to your audience to ingest easier. Yep. Which makes their experience with you easier. Yeah. Yeah. I think guides are a little overrated. However, I have a gut feeling that they might pop off once reels kind of start like calm down, calming down, but they're not a real replacement at all. No, because there's no, like they don't show up in your feed. There's no searchability, but I think Instagram might be changing that. I don't know. I don't right now when I look at guys, I'm like, okay, yeah, there's like a couple of pros to using them, but like it's, it, there's no real like powerful purpose, but Instagram is all about powerful purpose behind yeah. like their tools. So I'm like, I think something might change in the future, For but sure. I don't know. All right. Next one is long versus short captions. So this I'm assuming is just on any post, mm-hmm. not just a reel. Um, and for, let's not say, let's not even take reel into this category since we already talked about it. So let's just say on normal posts, mm-hmm. long versus short captions. I well wait, that's that, that almost is telling me to pick one, but that's not what we're doing. We're picking overrated or underrated, but that's kind of Somebody wrote that, and oh. I, I don't know how to... I'm just going to answer it. I think long is better, <laughs> mm-hmm. only because I tend to do that. <laughs> so long captions are underrated. Yes. Yes. And go. short captions are overrated. Yes. Yes. That's, <laughs> and that's... I would say that because... Not that you can't have a short caption at all. Yeah. Because you can be witty. You can be funny. Um, you don't have to do a short caption just in a reel. I think you can do them well mm-hmm. in in a normal post. However, I still go back to the the fact that... On Instagram, if you want followers, if you want consistency, if you want people to engage with you, you have to give them value. You have to give them stories or entertainment or something. And in my opinion, maybe this is just because I'm long-winded, a longer caption, you're able to do that better. Yes. However, I will also say a lot of people tell me like, oh, I never read the long captions. And I'm like, well, you have to your long captions or just anyone? I think captions. anybody's. Yeah. But then I also have a lot of people that tell me, like, I don't read any captions except yours. And mm-hmm. I think it's because I've trained my audience. That to, there's always going to be value. Exactly. Yeah. So I think if you're looking to start writing longer captions and giving value, I think if people aren't reading them immediately, it's because you probably haven't done it for very long. So you have to, like, like I've been doing longer captions since 2015. So it's yeah. like, I've had six years of warming up that audience to understand that there's going to get they can expect exactly and it's always valuable right yeah i agree with you cool we also have a very long list so we should sp- speed it up speed this up okay next one stories highly underrated oh yeah highly underrated story all the freaking time stories are one of the most powerful tools on instagram connection Pro- video yeah. face-to-face content if you're not showing up on your face on your stories then i have words for you and it's just no i don't have words for you i just I have words to, for you. Stop. If you, <laughs> you want to grow on Instagram, like if you don't genuinely want to grow, then 
oh my gosh, don't do stories. If it stresses yeah. you out, then don't do, like, I'm not telling you to force you to do something that you don't like. However, if you are intentionally wanting to grow on Instagram, wanting to have a platform on Instagram, and you're not doing stories or you're hiding, then I, then just, you got to get over that. Yeah. Amen. That's, that's good. All right. All right. Next one. Polls. On Instagram, Wait, on stories. What, what, what kind of polls? Like the, the yes, no poll? I or think the, so. I think either one. Just polls in general. I think underrated because I like them. <laughs> I think maybe properly rated is what I would say. I like the properly rated. That's fun. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they're overused and I don't think they're underused. They're also really great. great wait. They're a really great way to... Get engagement. Get engagement. Encourage people. Like invite people into almost like a game. Like what What do you think? Yes or no? And it's a, like... It's easy. Like Because yeah. you have to think from the consumer perspective. You're not asking them to do a, a like a huge thing. You're not asking them to write a novel mm-hmm. to you. You're literally asking them to hit a button. It's exactly. so easy. Like I'll be watching stories of people that I like don't even hardly follow ever. Yeah. Or like see their stories and they'll say something. And like the people that do like, do you like strawberry or chocolate or whatever? And I'll be like, that one. Like yeah. it's just, it's really easy from the consumer perspective. Yeah. So you're getting easy engagement. It really does help with engagement as well. And just creating buy-in from your audience. So yep. I think properly rated. Okay. Next one is having like a bajillion different accounts. That was, <laughs> that's funny how someone wrote that. Um, I think it's overrated. Highly overrated. Like why do you need 5 million accounts? You don't. Yeah, I keep it simple. I, keep it keep it simple, stupid. Um, did anyone else like have that as a thing in like middle school? Yeah, elementary school, whatever. Um, yeah, I think it depends. If you have multiple companies that are genuinely separate companies, or you know whatever, but and you need then to have at that point you would probably have a social media manager exactly. running them exactly. But if you're just having your own, like you have your Finsta, you have your personal Instagram. What, what did you just say, Finsta? Like a friend Insta? No, like a. I I think it stands for fake Instagram. I've never heard that. Well, wow. it's like it's basically like a troll account, like where you can go and just like post oh, whatever and say whatever. Okay, it's like the I've interacted buttons. with lots of Maybe those. Maybe it does mean Finsta or like friend Instagram. I don't because th- there's like people have Finsta's and then they're personal. I literally just had a, a troll comment on. I did a reel the other day uh, to Taylor Swift's new oh, recorded yeah. Fearless. Um, um, and you realize I, I filmed that reel of you, but yes, go ahead. Well, I'm telling the people, not you. <laughs> oh, you were looking straight at me. <laughs> yeah, because we're in the same closet. Okay, go okay. ahead. Um, and I, I misspelled the word your, oh. which is like, I just, that was just stupid, but I didn't hate it because uh, honestly, if you misspell something in a real one, you can't go back and change it once it's posted, but also you're going to get, you're going to get more, to yes, you're going to get more engagement because people are going to call you out on it. And so I didn't hate it because I'm like, well, I'll just get more comments of people being like, hey, don't mean to, to do anything, but like also your with this. <laughs> Like, uh, but I don't mind, but this one person goes like, uh, when you're 30 years old and still don't know how to use the right oh your, and I responded and I was like, when you're a grown adult and are still doing a troll or like are on a Trolling troll account, on social media. Oh my god! And then they responded like literally five times, like five times after being like, oh, sweetie, like very much troll behavior. Um, oh my god! And I think I saw them all like yesterday and I just responded and I go, the amount of times that you uh, posted on this account is laughable. Like it was just like- That's funny. But then I went over to their account and it doesn't exist. So I was like, oh, troll account. That's funny. Yeah. Okay, back to the point. Back to the point. (laughs) Having a bajillion different accounts is highly overrated. Yes, it is. Okay. If you are loving what you're hearing on today's episode, then we wanted to share something else you might love, The Heart Shop. It's our digital resource online shop for creative entrepreneurs. 
The Heart Shop is your one-stop shop for all of our online courses, luxury website templates, PDF guides, social media graphic templates, and illustrations. If you've been at your wit's end with your website design and you don't know where the heck to create a high-quality pricing or welcome guide to give your clients an incredible branded first impression... Ooh, we got you. We created the Heart Shop to serve you with the best tools and resources you need to successfully run your business. Just head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and start browsing the goods. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and we'll see you there. Did you know that the number one type of post that does the best on the gram is photos of yourself? And it's not just Instagram. Sharing photos of you on social media, your blog, your website, etc., instantly creates connection with your ideal client. And if you own a business or market products or services online, you need to have regular content photos of yourself, period. But I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark and guess that you struggle with sharing photos of yourself, right? You know you probably should be posting yourself more, but you struggle feeling confident in doing that because you don't know the first thing about how to take content photos of yourself. Ones that leave you feeling confident and help your ideal client relate and connect with you. If you've been nodding your head to all of that, like, yup, Lindsay, Evie, that's me, I need help, then we have the solution to your problem. And that's introducing the content photo miner. Yes. In this mini course, we take you step-by-step through conceptualizing, planning, and styling a content photo shoot all the way to the final product of posing and actually taking those photos of yourself for your brand and your business. We teach you how to plan style outfits, scout locations, get good light and color match for your outfits, how to do self-portraits of yourself with a tripod, and posing tips to know in order to get content photos that feel authentic to who you are and connect with your audience. Now to grab this mini course, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash content dash minor. If you've been holding off on sharing you with your audience because you just don't know how to get started, we got you covered. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash content dash minor. Okay, the next one is reels where people point to words. <laughs> I think everyone hates that, but also I, oh, I have, I have thoughts. Oh, I have thoughts. Go for it. Okay, I, I can see why it's overrated. Yeah. I can definitely see why people are like, oh my gosh, be more creative. I get, mm-hmm. I get that all day, every day. Um, but however, I think there are certain trends. It, I think like it's smart. Like certain songs, certain yes. trends. Yes, yeah. I think it's smart to pay attention to trends that are hopping on reels because I think it helps you get seen more if you're yeah. following a trend and getting it in the right time. And I think certain songs lend themselves to like pointing. And I will say, I I get why it's overrated, like I said, but I think it's also a really great way to give value. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it just depends. I think they're very easy to create. Oh, yeah, because you could could honestly create one with a song and not even know what you're going to write yet. Yeah. So it's easy to, like, batch it and then, like, think of the content later. Yeah. I also want to—I don't know about some people, but, like, even though I may not be the biggest fan of, like, pointing reels either, I still watch them. Yeah. So it's like— yeah. I don't know if other people do that too or if people are just like so fed up that they scroll no matter what. But I feel like yep. even though they might annoy you a little bit, are you still consuming that content? Right. That's something to pay attention to. I One of the, my reels that did really, really good in the last like two months was one. I It was it was literally a pointing one. So yeah. here we are. I'm, I'm guilty <laughs> of it. But it was to like the, it was like to an edited version of Toxic by Britney Spears. And it was like, oops. Oops. Yeah. Oops. 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 Or whatever. Yeah. That was delightful. <laughs> um, that was beautiful. And I gave like, uh, what did I say? I think I said, uh, 
like 10 or however many oopses there were. I think it was like seven. <laughs> so I said seven mistakes you're probably making on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it got like, uh, like it's it's one of those like slow growth. It didn't pop up immediately, but it's been yeah. like slowly growing over time. And I'm like, it's because it gives value. And then I gave even more value in the caption. In the caption. So it's like, okay, yeah, it's a stupid pointing reel, but it's giving people value. So I, yeah. don't, I don't know. All right, next one is carousels. I think personally, like these are incredibly underrated on Instagram. People people love people love carousels, especially if it's valuable information or if it's aesthetically pleasing or if it's, you know, a photo and then there's a quote at the end or a graphic or something like that. It gets them to consume and engage with your content longer. Yeah. And they also tend to be very shareable. A lot of people share, especially because there's usually more uh, graphics. Yeah, Yeah, there's multiple graphics or photos or whatever to share. And so a lot of people tend to share those. So it's a really great way to like get more eyes on your content as well. Yeah. Okay, next one. Next one, making Instagram casual again. That's a political play on words. (laughs) That's funny. Is it talking about like almost how like people are wanting more, like reverting to more like, a OG Instagram, like I non-curated so. feed. I think like, like not curated feed, like not like putting so much work into it, yeah. not making it like a business platform. I don't, I, I could see the, the fatigue of like w- people being like, I'm so over Instagram. Yeah. I want it to just be fun again. Yeah. I mean, I think Instagram should be fun. <laughs> yeah. But I'm also like, do I think it should not be the powerful marketing tool that it is for business owners? And like, and content creators, no. So I don't really right. know how to rate that one. Yeah, I don't either. Moving on. But I, I do like, I, I think creating more like authentic content, underrated. Yes. So Agreed, I, agreed. We'll, we'll go with that. Okay. Cool. All right. Captioning every single story. Oh, oh, so many things. So many thoughts. So many thoughts. Okay, go. No, you go. Okay. Uh, very underrated. Very underrated. You need to <laughs> caption every single story. And here's why, my friend. People, think of your own self. Yeah. Watching Instagram. Half the time, or maybe more of the time, you, and I promise you, like a good huge percentage of your followers are watching your stories on silent. I'm pretty sure it's 80%. There's a stat on that. Okay, perfect. Because think about it. Like they're either in a grocery store or they're at line at Starbucks or they're nursing their baby or their baby's asleep or or any amount of things where you're scrolling and you don't want your phone to make sound. So many people are in those situations, yet they're still watching stories. And I can guarantee you if like my own behavior, whenever I've been watching a story and it's been on silent, even if it's honestly, even if it's not been on silent, yeah, because I want to read what they're saying, yeah, because I have a short attention span, I'm not necessarily gonna sit there and watch all 15 seconds. Yeah, especially if it's yep. just a talking yep. to the sto- oh, oh, I have so many thoughts. Like, right? I have so many thoughts. Okay, go. I, this is kind of not related. Well, it is related to it. So I'm just gonna put it out there. Uh, I'm planning to create a reel on this because I just have thoughts to say. The the like auto-generating captions that are now coming out on Instagram, like the thread out oh, where, that it, where used, it like it where it like writes it, it out or slowly. Like, I hate have it. so many thoughts. I hate it. It's because I it's so slow. It. You're not, no people, one's gonna sit there and wait for it to it's under I think it is somewhat helpful, but I also think it's a lazy way for people to caption their stories. It's an easy way, which is great, but I think it's lazy because people still are not going to sit there. I'm not going to sit and like watch a video for 15 seconds while it slowly generates these like captions yeah. and like walks through. I, that's not, 
if it's not captioned where I can skim through and, and read it immediately and read it immediately. Because I think the other thing too is while somebody's talking in the story or whatnot, and it's like slower and I can read through the whole caption. And then by the time I'm done reading, I'm like back up to their face and like listening a little bit more. And I, that's usually the full 15 seconds, like yeah. roughly. But if I have to sit there and like word by word be like, and then I was talking to, and then wait for it to switch and be like, yeah. my friend and I saw that and then wait for it to switch. Like, I yep. I do not have the patience or the time for that. So. I think this also goes to just, like, stories in general. And you want to be concise. storying, but you want to be concise. And you want to think, again, how am I creating in a way that is very consumable easily by my audience? Yeah. Like, is what you're saying interesting? Yeah. If it's not, don't say it. Well, I mean— my hesitation with that is that I think some people are like, well, my life's not interesting. And it's like, it's more interesting than you think. It's more interesting than you think, but your delivery of it, you have to know, like, I would almost encourage you to like study YouTube videos, study movies, like uh, study what makes something interesting and bingeable and what keeps people's attention. Yeah. I think that's a very useful skill to have. Yeah. Like think about movement, not just sitting there with the phone propped up like 24 seven, like, or if you are talking to the camera, then what are you telling them? Are you telling a story? Are you telling something that like they're eager Engages to- Engages their attention. Yes, exactly. Like don't just like ramble on about your day and then don't caption it. Oh my God, I'm skipping so fast. <laughs> True. Okay, I think captioning every single story is highly underrated. Yep. So moving on, the save button. <laughs> <laughs> Many things to say. I think it's definitely overrated. Yeah. Because it's people made a there's freaking, false information. There's out false there. information. People made a huge deal about oh that the algorithm That's has the changed. New. It's the new way to get engagement. Saves are everything. No, they're not. I yeah. mean, like, not that they're bad. Saves are really good, but so are likes and comments. Yeah. So are shares. Like, you know, it's Instagram literally has like statements out there that say like, no, the saves are not like the new thing on Instagram that will make your It's like a bunch of content creators just like decided that that was the new thing. And then they all like talked about it. And I'm like, no. Yeah. I mean, saves are valuable. They're, they're really great, especially, you know, in, in having people be able to come back and reread your content and all that stuff. But yep. they are not the holy grail of the algorithm anymore. So yeah, very overrated. Next one, do comments really matter? Absolutely. Oh my gosh, yes. Very, that's, very that's, underrated. That is the one thing on the algorithm that truly tells the algorithm that people are wanting to see your content, that are enjoying it and are engaging with it. So yeah. it then pushes it out to more people. Yep. So they're very... Which is why CTAs and like inviting people into conversation are so CTAs important. is a call to action. Yes, thanks. All um, right. Yes. Buying followers. Oh my gosh. Over Overrated as frick. As frick. <laughs> And we're just going to leave that there. It is just... Don't do it. Don't do it. If you've done it, forgive yourself and then don't do it again. <laughs> there is grace for you. Yes, there is grace for you. But never do it again. Because like, I would ra- I would much rather have 3,000 engaged, highly yeah. like in love with me followers mm-hmm. that are like watching my stuff regularly than freaking 100,000 that don't give a damn. Yep. Well, and, I'm spicy too. And it tells the Instagram algorithm that your content isn't being enjoyed by people because the people... Yeah. The- followers that you just bought aren't engaging with your content. Yeah. So it's telling the algorithm that your content isn't valuable. It's pushing you down in the algorithm. So it doesn't matter how many, what number next to your yep. name. Yep. It's, I, I just it, see, it hurts you more than helps you. I see people with like 150K followers mm-hmm. and then they get like 200 likes on their posts. And I'm like, uh, you, something fishy here. Red flag, big <laughs> followers. Yeah. So very, 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 very overrated. Don't ever do it. All right. 
Next one is speaking to the camera. Very underrated. Do it. Very Again. underrated. We're very passionate about things that we say don't do, and then we're very passionate about things that we say do, do. <laughs> do, do. <laughs> okay, next one. Oh, we're just, yes, that's I feel great. like, I mean, we already covered that a little bit on, like, stories. If you've been like, here for any amount of time, you know that speaking to the camera is absolutely necessary. But yes, you're right. We absolutely vital. Okay, next one. Instagram as a whole. Oh. Like, the whole app. I think it. I think it's kind of overrated. Oh, really? I was going to say under... I, I'm only saying me, overrated, not because I don't want to use it and continue to use it. And it's been, I just think people focus on it too much. That's what I'm huh. like. They don't, especially as business owners, they're not, they're yeah. putting all of their energy and all yeah. of their thought process into my follower count. My follower yeah. count is everything. Like, no, it's not honey. Like use ads, use SEO, yeah. like use Pinterest. Word, Pinterest, word to mouth marketing. Like I think people so focus on Instagram. Yeah. So that's where that overrated is coming from. I was thinking of like the power of Instagram. Is right. it like overrated? No, I think it's underrated. Agreed. I think Instagram is one of the most powerful tools in marketing. 100%. However, it is not the only tool. Exactly. That's where my and underrated And it also from, does not determine your success. So if yes. having the follower count on, you know, next to your name or anything like that, like, yes, that's highly overrated. And I think people focus on it too much. And mm-hmm. then it, it leads to self-doubt. It leads to them not thinking they're enough. Yeah. It leads to comparison yeah. because they're thinking that their worth is dictated by a number on their name and it's yeah. not. Yeah. There are a lot of pros and cons to Instagram, but I, I feel like that's that's a good synopsis. It's, it's overrated in some scenarios. It's underrated in others. Yep. All, All right. Storying every day. Definitely underrated. Do yeah, it. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, it is a huge engagement booster. It it shows that valuable behind the scenes, intimate connection, like yep. and education and, and value-driven, like daily content that really brings people into your life, to your story, to your journey, to your work, to your, yeah. you know, your offer. Um, I I think it's incredibly underrated. However, I know it's it's challenging and it takes work. Yeah. But I think it is one of the most it's powerful things you can do. Yeah. It's worth it. All right, next one is what your homepage grid looks like. I think they just mean like your feed. Yeah. This is fun because I think it's circa like 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. I think curation and what your feed looked like was still very, very, it, very looked, it needed to look like a magazine. It needed to look like your brand aesthetic, right? Yeah. Yep. While there's elements of that that are still important, I think curation with, has become much less important. Especially with the integration of TikTok and Reels. Yep. Uh, curation has gone out the window for yeah. the most part. I also think people are kind of sick of going to somebody's feed and seeing everything like perfect. Yeah. Picture perfect, same filter, perfectly curated, perfectly posed. I think people are starting to feel a little bit more refreshed by seeing a feed with like unfiltered photos or just real, like, you know, real life. Oh, that those photos maybe don't go side by side together, but that's okay. That was yeah. what her life looked like. She went there one day and yep. was sitting at home in her PJs the next, you so know, I, that type of thing. I think that would be overrated. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Next one. Instagram lives. Underrated. Highly underrated. Very freaking underrated. So powerful. Especially I need to do now. And same. There's so many things on here. I'm like, IGTVs need to do it more. Like Instagram lives. Gosh, I need to do that more. <laughs> it's fine. Give yourself grace. There's only so much you can handle. Um, Instagram lives, especially now with the uh, new introduction of rooms and how like that you Wait, can what? have up to four people. I haven't done those yet. Oh, you can have is it is it just people. like how you can invite people before you could invite one person on your exactly. live? Exactly. Now you and can now invite you can more four. Ooh, we should do a room. I know. I thought about it. I, I've I have a thought on that. We'll, we'll talk later. Okay. But, great. Um, 
yeah. So especially now with rooms, you can have like three other people on your live with you. And every time you go live, like think about when you're scrolling Instagram and it's like, so-and-so is going live with such and such. Yep. And you're like, who's such and such? Like, and It gives you good exposure. It gives you great exposure. That's Instagram coming for Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, it is. It pushes you out to not only your audience that you've gone live, but also to the person that you're going live with's audience. So yep. it's it's a really, really good, honest like tool. So highly recommend. All right. Next one. This is a fun one. Sharing product hauls. (laughs) I think this is more than the influencer space. Um, (laughs) Oh, I have thoughts. Okay. You go. It depends. It depends on who's doing it and how they're doing it. Yes. If it's somebody Is it entertaining? Is it products that I want? Yeah, exactly. Are they doing it in a like an authentic, like fun, like relatable way where they're, you know, they're like, oh, I'm so excited. And they try it on. They're like, holy crap. I look like a potato sack. Like that type of thing where I'm going to Well, if it's a collab, they're probably not going to say that because the company's paying them. Product hauls. That doesn't necessarily mean like unboxing. That just means like, hey, I went to Zara. Oh. It could be unboxing. But to me, I like, those are two different things. That's true. I think it, oh, it could go both ways. I could see how it's overrated because it's like, oh my gosh, you're so full of yourself. Or yeah. like, I see that aspect of it, but I also see it, you're sharing, if, if people love your style and you know that and be, yeah. and you know that people are following you because they love your aesthetic or your style, then you're almost curating and shopping for them. Yeah. In a way. Well, and if if you're like as a creator, a lot of creators, not all, but I feel like more creators are becoming more so this way, being picky who they work with and brands that they actually really do like with products that they really like, testing them before they're willing to share them, that type of thing. Um, So I don't have an issue with product hauls. I would say they're maybe like properly rated, maybe a little bit overrated. And if I, if I have a problem with product hauls, I usually just don't follow the person that I would have a problem with doing them. Yeah, exactly. Like I would only follow people that I enjoy watching them. Yeah, exactly. Okay, right. next one. The way people do story intros. This one cracks me up because I literally We know instantly what this big It's like it's like, hey guys, just gonna pop on real fast to tell you. Like it's and I'm laughing because I do we, it. We do it. <laughs> like I will say it's really hard not to. It's so hard not to. Like there's only so well, there's also only so many ways that you can be like Well, maybe you don't even have to have a like an intro like that. Well, maybe but you just it depends start on what you're talking about. You know what I mean? If it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like certain things where you're like, hey, like I, we're in Mexico. Like that, there's certain things where you're not just going to be like, so this morning we woke up, like, where are you? What are you doing? What are you talking? Like, yeah, which you know what goes, I mean? so it goes like, back to like knowing how to tell a story and knowing yeah. how to engage people's attention. So it's it's an interesting thing, but it, I actually think it's kind of fun to try to figure out how to not say stuff just like, I'm going to pop on. Pop on real quick. <laughs> but sometimes it just slips out and you sit there and you're like rewatching it and you're like, the frick. I don't have time to re-record. I'm just going to post. Yeah. But it's weird. It's a weird thing. I would say way people do story intros is like overrated, overrated but it's also kind of hard to avoid it sometimes. Yep. All right. Last one. The ask me anything prompt and answering a billion stories in them. Oh. Oh. Okay. You have, many, I know you have thoughts. Many <laughs> thoughts. I'm doing a shimmy. Absolutely underrated. I agree. But I I could get, I think the person that wrote this, the like the, the way that's phrased makes me feel like they think it's under or overrated yes. because it's well, like answering a billion stories right. clearly it, negative context or negative context there. however i will say i get doing it like all the time yeah, yeah. if Maybe you're doing it like every other day that's annoying it's, it's too much but my engagement has never been higher my mm-hmm. story views have never been higher yeah. than when i do a q and a and really like boosted. and i i think this is why people 
are going to continually watch your stories if they know what to expect. If you set the premise of, hey, we're doing a Q&A today, and then all day you're answering Q&As, it engages people's attention because they know what to expect. They're going to be eager to like learn different aspects of you. Or, you're or also what, or consistently education. posting. You're consistently, yeah. Mm, and oh, so every good. time somebody logs into Instagram, your story is going to be popping up on there. And so they're going to keep keep clicking over. Even there have been certain people where I'm like, like, oh, I want to watch that later. I, I want to save it for a time when I can sit down and read through their answers or something like that. And But I'll be logging on to like respond to some comments or DMs or something like that. And I'll like keep clicking on their story because it's like an instinct reaction. And I love their content usually. And I'll click on it. I'll be like, oh, frick. And like close out and then do it again because it keeps popping up to the top. Yeah. So. Just saying. I agree. But I, I want to touch a little bit on the consistency aspect of it, of of people, of you almost doing like a story series of one type of thing. Yeah. Because I think that's also where I've noticed that I've had the most story views because, again, people, it's not like you're just posting a lot during the day, but it's all over the place. It's not telling a cohesive storyline. Yeah. And you're you're like, well, how is doing polls or a Q&A a storyline? It's not a storyline, but it's setting the premise of like, this is what we're doing today and this is what you can expect. Um, the other time that I had like the highest story engagement almost ever or story views ever was when I, you know, those like sugar daddy, like <laughs> DMs that girls get. That's like, Hey baby, I give you, I, I give you a hundred, $300. Uh, keep, just keep me company. Just keep me that's com- all I want. <laughs> Literally so many, like you probably, if you're a woman that's listening to this, you probably unfortunately have gotten those, which is stupid. And those people need to stop. So one day I was so frustrated that I was like, you know what? I'm going to entertain this sugar daddy and story the crap out of it and (laughs) and tell him where to shove it basically. Um, and so I did, but because it was like a series of like, Oh, like people wanted, that's a story because people want to know what to expect. They want to know what happens. Yeah. What happens? What's the end? How's it going to end? What's he going to say next? Yeah. What are you going to say next? And so I literally about think, Sorry, go ahead. No, go continue. I was going to say, think about like, what was it, four or five years ago when we did me sitting next to the Marine on the airplane? People that was when we first, yeah. People went freaking off because it's a story and it's like love. It's either love. And you were like storying live while I was like texting you and I was like, oh my gosh, like, what if I sit next to a cute guy on this next flight? And I was like, sat next to him and then he like followed me to my layover, like all of that stuff. And you were storying it and people were were losing their minds. Yes. And that was years ago. Yeah. It's because they know what to expect and they're waiting for like the or they ending don't of a know story. What to expect. It's, it's yes. the combo of the two. Yes. It's the tension. Yes. It's not just like a mundane day-to-day activity. It's like there's a story happening. Yeah. And so I will say, I think polls or Q&As and answering yeah. Q&As do the same thing. Yeah. Because they know what to expect. I want to throw out there too, it depends on the way you do it. I've seen some people who do regular Q&As and it's constantly their face to the camera with no captioning. Oh yeah. And it's just like- Then I don't watch it, but I that goes watch, back to the caption. I don't watch that. But if you intermix like photos with text uh-huh. and you know shorter answers with longer answers and face to the camera and captioning the heck out of those and like if you do it in an entertaining or fun way, I'm gonna watch that all day long. I love watching Q and A's and um, I feel like like Lindsay said they they do incredibly well as a creator and a, a business owner. However, if they're done poorly, I think those are extremely overrated. So it just depends on yep. the content as well. But yeah. And that's it. That was the end. Perfect. Have I a hope- great day. I'm just <laughs> Hope you guys love this. We this might do this again. Fun. If you Should- want us to do it again, but with like a different topic other than Instagram, yeah. let us know. Should we do like entrepreneur underrated overrated or like Ooh, that'd be fun. or like lifestyle underrated over? We should do something. We should DM us and tell us. DM, yeah. DM the Heart University. Yes. What you think we should do if we should do more of these. But this was super fun. Um, To wrap up, 
we freaking love you. We are in your corner. We are so excited uh, to be popping into your earbuds twice a week. Um, If you were enjoying what you're hearing here, it would help us out a ton if you left us a review. I know we've said that before, um, but it really does help us out as podcasters and getting in front of more people and serving more people and all that good stuff. Also, this podcast is free, so like it's the least you can do. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. That was Savage Lindsay coming out. That was so straightforward. Oh my gosh. Um, well, you heard it from Lindsay first, I mean, folks. It literally takes you two seconds. It takes us, what? This is a 50-minute podcast. That's just one. Oh my gosh. I'm okay, kidding. I'm getting off my high horse. Sorry. Uh, also free is the Heart and Hustle Facebook group. <laughs> Come join that. Um, we have a great community of entrepreneurs over there hanging out. Um, link in show notes. Yes, the link is in the show notes. And then you can come follow all of us over on Instagram at Mrs. Lindsay Roman, at The Heart University, and at Evie Rupp. And we are cheering you on. Can't wait to see you succeed. And well, you're already succeeding. We can't wait to see you on the next episode. That's what I meant to say. Woo.